going on? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is another edition, another weekly edition of our retro review, because each week, uh, me, I'm your host, I'm Corey Smith, I go through a trip through time and space through wrestling, <clears throat> through the wrestling uh, uh, halls, the cosmos, yeah, uh, with my co-host, Mr. Jose Oseguera. Uh, we, each week, we review Sunday Night Heat. 22 years ago to that date of upload to be exact uh so if you want to catch up to date with pretty much everything in wwf because you don't have to watch anything else you don't have to watch raw each week you don't have to go back and watch all those old raws you know because they just recap you on heat and then we recap yeah, all the it best here. parts are here yeah uh but this week uh we are going to talk uh not just heat but we're going to talk uh real quick we'll run through the heat card and also Survivor Series 1998, the deadliest of games. Uh, Live from St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, 14 men enter the arena. Uh, everyone gets a weapon, and uh, maybe someone will make it out alive as the champion. Bloodsport, uh, blood battle, battle royale type. Um, Bunkhouse brawl at the Cow Palace. There we go. Uh, but no. Remember when they build that? Do you remember that whole thing? So, what is a bunkhouse brawl? Do you remember? Uh, well, they it was a it was just a house show back in the day, and they build it where uh, the the guy chainsaw Charlie was going to bring in a chainsaw. Um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan was going to bring his board with nails on it. Um, the Rock Don Morocco would bring a bag of rocks. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it it was announced like everybody was going to bring a weapon. But then when you showed up at the arena, nobody brought anything just but their bare trunks. They're like, what? We were supposed to bring a weapon? <coughs> um, no. Only Hacksaw brought his board? Because there's, there's supposed to be a bunkhouse brawl match happening. Uh, I haven't seen AEW this week. So uh, at least not yet. Um, so yeah, no, they're about to have one on AEW Dynamite. So that's hmm. okay. Uh, but anyways, we're here to talk about Survivor Series 1998, 14-man tournament for the vacant WWF Championship. Uh, uh, real quick, what did you think of the show, like, kind of, like, overall, the entire night? Um, really, really cool. Uh, we spoke before the recording, and uh, I mentioned how the Mick Foley story unfolded really well with him being, you know, uh, stripped down to the yeah. core of Mick Foley, where he entered as... Uh, the tuxedo wearing uh, McMahon, uh, you know, jockstering, yeah. um, you know, uh, I don't know, wannabe. And by the end of the night, he was run down. Well, we'll talk about it and see yeah. what happens. But he was stripped of who he was and rebuilt. And and like I said, this is probably one of the best uh, storylines leading up to this to this this championship. You know, to the Rock winning mm -hmm. the title. Um, to everything happening because everything, like I said last week, we had The Rock uh, kind of going face to face with Vince McMahon and the you know Raw the week before he got arrested, somehow was bailed out. Hmm. And uh, you know, so I think it's it's really good storytelling. Um, there's a the Stone couple Cold stuff is a little convoluted because it doesn't make sense why Shane would Shane signed them to a five-year contract just so they could make him well, suffer for five years well I, I think you're signing him to make yourself suffer for five more years all you do is complain about Stone Cold every week every week <laughs> that we're damn gonna Stone him. Cold. we're gonna fire him sign him for five years we'll just so fucking can... fire him then yeah you're right 
Uh, well, maybe it could be a sense of, you know, well, we want to make sure your life's a, a living hell. Yeah. But I complain about it every week before that, even before he was fired. We're going to fire you. We're going to fire you. It's never been, I'm going to make sure your life is hell. It's just they got the idea out of nowhere, I guess. Yeah. Uh, wise, we're going to get into all of that uh, before we do. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at City Wrestling Radio on Instagram and Facebook and at CWR415 on Twitter. Uh, it's the best way to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio, especially on Instagram. We post uh, news, uh, current day wrestling news, uh, to be exact, uh, things we don't really get to talk about on retro shows. But uh, go check us out on there to stay up to date with your wrestling news. And Twitter, at CWR415. Uh, if you want to hear us bitch and complain about fucking writers that don't know anything about wrestling at all, <laughs> then go check us out on there because, hey... <laughs> it's something it's something to look yeah. at while you're sitting on the toilet i mean let's be honest you're just sitting on the toilet trying to just scroll through and be like is there anything interesting and then yeah i just want to know who gives the okay it's like hey uh, excuse me uh, ed, mr editor i have an idea i'm gonna write this uh article about wrestling oh have you been a fan all your life no no I, you know i just kind of you know in passing read about some of this stuff but it's a real interesting thing that i think everybody would like to read is it clickbait Oh uh, yeah, it's clickbaity. Yeah, sure, it's, it, it it's actually so clickbaity that uh, every wrestling fan is going to get entirely pissed off and, mm-hmm. and actually share and complain about. And even some there. filmmakers, some independent filmmakers who actually spent time on the particular subject, and you know it was some real heavy work that they did to you know show us the light of <clears throat> this particular guy's life at the time. If you want to know what we're talking about, go check us out on Twitter at CWR415. If that's not a CTs, I don't know what is. All right. Let's um let's get into it. Let's talk Sunday Night Heat. Let's go through the card real quick. A uh, few things happened. Actually, first off, even before we get into Sunday Night Heat, there was a dark match. Whatever means necessary. Yeah, by any means necessary. Well, they have that cool, like, I feel like this show had really good video packages. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the two they had. Uh, there was a dark match before the show, uh, too much versus uh, they defeated uh, the Hardy Boys. So in, what? in an undisclosed amount of time. So remember, there's four matches, or sorry, there's three matches on Sunday Night Heat, and then there's 15 matches on Survivor Series. Mm. What in God's name is this? Can you imagine being at that event? Just it's I, an all day thing. It well. Wrestle, Get here too. WrestleMania is an all-day thing now, but I feel like some of the stuff was just like they didn't pay. They just didn't have pacing right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was either things were too fast or things were just long and drawn out and yeah. kind of bullshit. Okay, so uh, the Job Squad, the Job Squad, the team of Bob Holly and uh, and I did watch a show. I'm just reading the results. I didn't take notes on the Heat. Uh, the okay. job squad I fill in the blanks. Yeah, job squad defeated the Legion of Doom. Um, I mean, it was a match in two minutes and seventeen seconds. Uh, yeah. Bob Holly still has his hair, and that's always interesting. Okay, well, um, crowd super hot. You can tell it is a pay per view event. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Know, no. Yeah, they're getting into it. Um, it's Sunday mm-hmm. Night Heat too, and, and they they still have all the pyro and everything for Sunday Night Heat. Yeah, yeah and people are at their seats. It's not like there's a bunch of empty seats missing. Well, at least, you know, from... Well, it was a sold-out crowd. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it? I mean, you still got another hour before 
the main event starts. I mean, the main show starts and everybody's in their seats. Everybody's popping hard. You know, it seems like this is part of Survivor Series. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's it was it. It, it was actually the sellout card was 19,000. But for some reason, they said 21,000 on the screen, which is weird. I don't know why hmm. you would <clears throat> bump it up 2,000 unless like WCW had 20,000. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay. So Doomsday Device leads to bad timing, but Al Snow running, I mean, head in gives JOB the win. And uh, as we know, Head still is sporting a sock headband mm-hmm. so, that he stole from a sockle band. A sockle band that uh, just draws, or not draws, sorry. Uh, God, Al Snow. Yes. Stole from mankind. Uh, Val Venus defeated Tiger Ali Singh in a singles match in two minutes and 36 seconds. I, yeah. I forgot. So Tiger Ali Singh, was he actually, was because I just remember him from the Attitude Era. Maybe it's because that's when I really started paying attention to wrestling. Mm-hmm. But apparently he was around like far before that, right? I don't remember him Okay, before this. Maybe he's just, you know, always been relegated to, you know. Because he had that thing where like people, like he would like feed people dog food and they would, he would give them money for it. Like, remember yeah, that? that? Yeah, but, uh, I, you know, it's so Million Dollar Man that I probably, you know, was being a... Uh, a tiny wrestling snob. Like, oh, let's see this again. Stupid. Yeah. Million Dollar Man already did it. Yeah. Well, did he feed people dog food? I don't. I don't remember. I, I don't think so. I would have remembered something like that, but maybe. Uh, it's, G- I wouldn't put it past WWF. Gangrel defeated uh, Steve Blackman in uh, three minutes and twenty-one seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing about this match was that Owen Hart, um, dressed as the Blue Blazer, came from the rafters and. Mm. Uh, it, it's actually really, it's, I don't know. It, it sucks to see this. Cause like at the time it you're does, like, Oh, yeah. Oh, and he's like five feet off the ground. So it's like, whatever he, he was safe. But then it's just like, you can tell they're like, ah, it's, it's fine. Just have him dangle and then we'll lift him up and then lower him and lift him up and lower him. And, mm-hmm. and, and like a human pinata. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, and Yeah. So uh, also the uh, the New Age Outlaws were attacked by the Headbangers and uh, D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry mm-hmm. uh, going into the main show. Everyone brawls at the end of the show of Sunday Night Heat. All the uh, competitors in the the Deadly Games tournament, all fourteen yeah. of them, and they're like, "We'll buy our baby view, bye." Yeah, and I'm like, "Wait, wait a minute, where's Sting? Where's Hall? Where's Nash?" Where are they? Where is everybody? Hey, yo, they're all doing something else. Hey, yo. Mm-hmm. All right. Now I'm going to pull up my actual notes because now it's time to get into it. It's uh, it's deadly games. Like you said, St. Louis, Missouri from the Keel Center. Uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, the song for the show, Deadly Game by one Jim Johnston. A fabulous song, by the way. I love that song. <laughs> it was very funky. It had a very hard bass line. It was 1980s rock and roll. It was everything I wanted and nothing anybody in that crowd wanted for (laughs) a 1990s pay-per-view intro, Mm. you know? Yeah, totally. But we are guaranteed a brand new champion. Well, the title is vacant. So, yes, uh, the winner of this tournament will walk out of the Keel Center as the the new WWF champion. Uh, Kick it off with a Survivor Series with a video package. Uh, what the shows, um, which I feel like if you've watched one second 
of WWF and the Attitude Era, you would have seen this video package at least once because I believe they reused it for the Don't Try This at Home, right? Am I right or am I wrong? Uh, maybe even for the end, for the beginning of Raw, too. <laughs> <laughs> because... It's just everyone, they're all just doing stuff like in a warehouse, like mankind mm -hmm. just sitting in a corner in this warehouse. Like Rock is like doing like pull-ups on some like steel beams. Mm -hmm. Ken Shamrock's just yelling at a wall. It, it might have been a commercial to a video game too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it honestly, like I was like, I they re, must have reused this. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they're they're just all saying like this is by any means necessary. This is what I'm gonna do to win the tournament tonight. By any means necessary. By any means necessary. It cuts to Al Snow. He's like by any means. Just keep going, Al Snow. You're yeah. fine. Uh, single. Well, it definitely. It was definitely used on Heat. Yes. No. It was. Uh, yeah. The single elimination tournament for the WWF Championship. Uh, uh, Kane and Undertaker given a bye in the first round. Uh, so each other can face in the second round. In the first round matches, we have Triple H versus The Rock, uh, Goldust versus Ken Shamrock, Mankind versus Question Mark, uh, mm -hmm. Jeff Jarrett versus Al Snow, X Pac versus William Regal, and uh, Stone Cold versus Big Boss Man. Right? Am I forgetting right. one? Well, oh, mystery part. Mystery. No, 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 no. No, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. I ruined it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, oh, fine. Uh, we start off again with Vince oh, McMahon. But we have to be let known that these matches are going to be high-paced, intense matches because they're only a 10-minute time limit, and we got to see people not feel each other out and go straight into the action. There's yeah. a sense of urgency going on because of the time limit. Well, yeah, and like I said, this could have been paced better if they had a couple of matches a week before, maybe? You yeah, know, like I had two the weeks round, before. The first round going into yeah. yeah, I think the first round should have happened on Raw. Going into this, that's honestly what I think should have happened. And then on, and then add a Survivor Series match into it. You know, a four on four, whatever, just in the middle of the show, just to be make it Survivor Series, like a losers bracket. Yeah, exactly. You know, just you know, four on four, uh, the winners. I don't know, or five on five is technically what it is nowadays oh the the people making the last pin get to uh show fill in on buys for the future yeah for the second round uh vince comes down uh in his wheelchair he uh he's this comes he's been doing the wheelchair promo for weeks he says i promised you a new wwf champion uh this will be a survivor series you will never ever forget um i love how they because vince gets up out of the wheelchair right and mm -hmm. he <laughs> He's all his, he's like wobbling his legs. He's like, oh, whoa. <laughs> and you learn like later in the night, like the whole, you know, the whole thing was a fucking ruse. Acting. Yeah. Uh, which I, I just love Vince for that. Uh, Vince introduces Mankind. Uh, hey, Mankind, he comes out. He's the newly minted hardcore championship in hand. I believe it was handed to him. It must have been this last Monday, right? Yeah. We didn't see the, the strap under him last the week, week before. Yeah. On heat. Um, so it's gifted to him on, uh, on raw by Mr. McMahon or as Gerald Briscoe would call him, Mr. McMahon. Very uh, cool title too. Uh, Vince introduces alchemation of all these other titles. No, no, it was, um, who broke the, who broke the winged Eagle title? There's one point where somebody broke it up with like a hammer mm -hmm. and some would some say that that point where they broke it with a hammer, uh, they just took that. 
um, those uh, the artifacts they had of that and just was like, here you go. Mm-hmm. Make a title out of it. Uh, so, so as I said, Mankind does have a mystery opponent for the night. And Vince McMahon introduces Mankind's opponent. Uh, fans, I love how the fans are chanting for HBK. It's not going to happen, no. guys. Uh, he's building up uh, Mankind's opponent as he goes, Tonight... The mystery opponent, the mystery opponent that will square off against mankind. This legend made his WWF debut in 1990. Over the course of six years, his charismatic superstar uh, boosted a win uh, win loss record that set new standards in the WWF. This natural athlete who jumped ship to the WCW. After suffering a massive shoulder injury, he has been on the shelf for the last two years with his career on the line. With resilience, uh, he's here tonight. Therefore, without further ado, currently the coach of the Pasadena Chargers, the man, the myth. Pasadena Chargers. Dwayne Gill. It's Gilbert. Um, uh, He comes out to the ring. I love Dwayne Gill. He, he's walking out to the ring. He's like, yeah, I'm back, guys. How you doing? And uh, he sounds like Jim Cornette in my head. Um, and he's, like, pointing up to the top because they don't have a Tron, but there's, like, a, you know, the, the screen for, like, the basketball games at the top. And yeah. they're playing the videos up there, and he's pointing all the way up there. And I was like, nobody can see that, Gil. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he comes out to the ring. Uh, it, it was... Uh, a, Passing the Chargers or a, a, a peewee league. A peewee league, yeah. In, yeah, in Pasadena, <laughs> California, I believe. Yeah. Uh, this is the 30-second match. Double-arm DDT to uh, Dwayne Gill, the pin, and the win. So Mankind um, advances in the tournament. Yeah, and he's get, catching a break from uh, the corporation. They're, yeah. giving him a, they're giving him a little free pass. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. They're... they're I feel like they could have just given him a pass to all. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, well, this was, you know, a physical. Yeah. Yeah. You got to make him earn it, right? You got to make him earn Mm -hmm. the finals. Yeah. Uh, It cuts backstage to Sable. And uh, oh, yeah, I forgot to say on heat. She was attacked by uh, Jacqueline because that's that's intricate and necessary to the Mm -hmm. storyline. Sable. That's why she's pissed. She's no, she's bleeped off. Mm-hmm. After being attacked earlier, and she guarantees tonight there will be a new WWF Women's Champion. Uh, then we Did have. You know, it's someone's job to watch rest, retro shows and insert bleeps. Really? What? Really? Yeah, like, because some of these bleeps didn't, didn't air originally on uh, pay per views, and um, when they were made available for like VHS, they didn't bleep them. Pissed? I mean, it's weird. Because Billy Gunn shows his ass at one point on the show. Yeah. And then they like censor out the middle finger. Exactly. You know? So uh, it's somebody spent too many hours while uh, I missed the ass. They, they even said this next match, they said, uh, what does Deborah McMichael know about giving head? You know what I mean? At a certain point. So, yeah. Uh, so Jeff Jarrett versus Al Snow with head. This match got three minutes and 31 seconds. Uh, Snow starts scaring off Deborah as she's getting a little too close to the ring. Uh, Snow and Jarrett go back and forth. Snow counters Spinebuster into a DDT, which is pretty cool. That's when Deborah distracts the ref to give head, the mannequin head, to Double J, Jeff Jarrett. And then that's when JR was prompted to say, What does she know about head, anyways? Mm-hmm. So. 
And if it's Battle of the Gimmicks, Head always wins. Yeah, Al Snow grabs the guitar. Al Snow grabs the guitar of Jarrett. Jarrett grabs the head. Both men, uh, well, what was it? No, uh, Al Snow misses. Jarrett hits uh, Snow with head. But then it doesn't do anything to Al Snow. He just grabs head. He's like, give me that. He hits Al Snow with head, uh, gets the pin and the win. It wasn't that great of a match. It went on a little too long. uh, But it did what it had to do. Mm-hmm. to get Snow to the next stage of the game to uh, give him um, a chance to face Mankind. So. Yeah, because if you have Jeff Jarrett in that stage, you don't go heel versus heel. So the, the face went on the face to heel. Yeah, sure. then Mankind has a guitar to the next round. You don't want that. Yeah. Give him a sock. Uh, <laughs> Big Boss Man versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, three minutes and 20 seconds. Uh, again, this is, uh, you know, Vince McMahon, he's trying to screw Austin, which... I, I don't know, man. This whole thing, it, it doesn't really make sense to me. The, you're right. With the Austin storyline, it's a little like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Because he has the match with Big Boss Man. The two battle on the outside before the bell rings. Austin tosses toss Boss Man into the stairs. Hard, very hard striking match. Vince is backstage with Patterson, Briscoe, and Sergeant Slaughter watching uh, the show backstage. We have a low blow to Austin. And the ref completely disregards it. Uh, Austin gains the upper hand. He looked at, he looked at he, Yeah, he's looking right at him. Uh, Bossman heads the outside, grabs a nightstick, and proceeds to beat down on Austin. So, what? Dude, the ref even tells Bossman, hey, no low blows, man. Cut it out. He, yeah. So, I, it's just like, to me, the way they put the bracket up, like, if they wanted, I don't know, like, that, that means mankind... It would have to, has to go against Austin eventually. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, no. no. Well, no. The next part of the storyline is what's dumb. Because uh, Austin gets a bye. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he... <sighs> okay. So, what happens... Okay. Austin beats Boss Man uh, by DQ. It wasn't mm-hmm. a horrible match. I will say that. It was, it, it was okay. It was actually better than, I think, the Jeff Jarrett-Al Snow it, match. It, it's a stone cold paint by numbers match. And you know, boss man is a veteran. He's been around long enough to know what's what. Yeah. So, you know, I understand. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Uh, then it cuts backstage to Michael Cole with Vince McMahon. And he goes, uh, Mr. McMahon, aren't you worried with stone cold advancing to the next round? And Vince is like, Oh, me worried. You think that's advancing? Ha, ha. We, we're going to show stone cold. Uh, it, it, we've only just begun. Ugh. And I'm like, now I look back on it, I'm like, what the fuck did you do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. So it cut- to me, you know, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, okay, we're going to torture him tonight. You know, this Yeah, that, night. okay, that back. makes okay, sense. Fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. the idea of it makes sense. Now going okay, into well, this Well, uh, let's just say, you know, this right now, up to today, I mean today, up to this minute, it, it makes sense. Okay. I'm believing it. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So X-Pac versus Steven Regal. Actually, this is a really good match. I, I will say that. Uh, Palm strikes to X-Pac. Judo kicks to Regal. <clears throat> X-Pac misses. X-Pac keep missing Bronco Busters. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> you, like, eventually later in life, his sphincter falls out. Yeah. You didn't have to miss that many Bronco Busters. He missed three in this match. Mm-hmm. He could have just missed one. Could have went a little longer with that, uh, that yeah. sphincter. Oh, and speaking of misses, uh, JR calls Regal Blackman at least two, three times in this match. Does he? 
Yeah, at the beginning, I think. It's a black man over here is a, a big tough guy. <laughs> King looks at him like, wait, what? Yeah. And he, and he lets it go for like two, three times. He's like, uh, Blackman, you mean Regal from Blackpool? Said, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean, King. <laughs> Blackpool. Uh, do we have a double arm suplex to Pac, a spinning heel kick to Regal? Pac finally gets the Bronco Buster. X Pac then goes to the top, crotched by uh, on the ropes. The two are battling on the outside. Uh, and, the, you know, I don't know. It's like they're backstage. And they fall to the back. They fall outside. It cuts backstage because both men are counted out. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, uh, Vince McMahon is back there. And he's like, get out there. Go. And he sends Sergeant Slaughter out to the ring. Sergeant mm -hmm. Slaughter comes out to the ring. And he goes, oh, five minutes sudden death. Five minutes sudden death. We're going to sudden death. X-Pac just leaves. He, he's walking up the ramp. And he's like, I, I can't go. I can't go. It, but there, there was, go. they ring the bell. Yes, they did. Yeah. They rung the bell. Mm -hmm. X-Pac has already went to the back with the help of referees. Like somebody wasn't communicating. Like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, X-Pac was hurt is what I'm yeah. thinking. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think X-Pac was hurt and couldn't go on, but they didn't communicate that to Sergeant Slaughter. You know, during the match, there, there was a, I want to say there was like a, a fireman's drop or like Double a. Double arm suplex or whatever it's one of those suplexes where you hold the leg it looks like a uh it looks like a perfect plex but reversed okay you know I, I, if you saw it you know but it looked like x-pac caught his head on the on the on the mat yeah and he was a little uh woozy because regal went over to uh, get the cover and it was a two are count, you okay mate some, something happened where he went for the cover again and i think he was buying time mm. Could be. He might have got caught twice because he was holding his shoulder on the way out. But what makes this really funny is that they go backstage to Vince McMahon and Vince is questioning the match like Austin gets the bye. Austin gets the bye. But they didn't ring the bell to conclude this match. No, they did. No, not yet. And then Regal runs to the back like he's chasing X-Pac. Uh, X-Pac. Yeah. And then they ring the bell after that. So they ring the bell to start the match for the overtime. <clears throat> They never ring the bell to end it because we'd never know because it by all definition Regal won the match because they rang the bell before he ran out. But he hadn't run out what when was, Vince was saying bye. What was the planned finish though? Like that's the what planned finish was probably always a, uh, a double count out. Then why did they send Sergeant Slaughter down there to restart the match or give a five minute? You know what I mean? I think that was part of the plan, but they didn't expect x-pac to be hurt so x-pac was like screw it i'm hurt i'm walking to the back but okay then regal can walk and they could still execute the double count out but if x-pac wasn't hurt that's what i'm saying oh, oh what would I have happened I mean yeah because vince didn't want a double count out he sent it to ot why would they restart it again then who anyway? would have won the match yeah would yeah, there yeah, yeah, yeah. would there have been an actual was there an actually planned finish for this match or were they like um, okay, it's going to end double count out. We're going to five minutes on death. And, uh, but, but then it's like, where does that, it's just, it's like, they're just saying like four divided by two equals nine. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Then you would think Regal would have got the win then. Right. Being that, you know, faces go, uh, face heels and, but then there would have been another match on the show. Then it would have been Austin versus Regal. You know, Which would have been a squash. Yeah, I don't know. 
Uh, the, well, I will say this, so the King Jerry Lawler, he is uh, singing uh, Stephen Regal's uh, entrance music as he comes down. <laughs> <laughs> He's like... What a man. What a man. Uh, yeah, so X-Pac goes to the back. Regal runs after him, and uh, Vince is furious. So if if this was something like this was Vince's shoot face, because I could see Vince being this pissed. Uh, I I just I don't know like I know I I don't think it that was a shoot it, it, I, that's ridiculous to think that that would have just happened like that after all the mm-hmm. planning for everything else but then it makes yeah. zero sense for the finish of this match to give Austin yeah no a it makes buy. it makes it doesn't make any sense for it to be a double count out then extended only to be another double count out like if he went out there and said double uh, uh five minute you know five minute. And that's what it could have been, too. I think I got it now. He says, five-minute overtime, sudden death. The referee could have looked at him and goes, no, they are not in any shape to compete. They cannot compete. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're injured. And then Sergeant Slaughter was like, well, they're injured, so I can't restart the match. Yeah. So yeah. that makes sense. And then, Yeah, but then it doesn't explain why Regal ran out of the ring so fast and why they rang the bell after the fact. <clears throat> He's like, oh. X-Pac says he was going to get the last croquettes back there, but I want a croquette, darn it. Mm. I heard they have very good catering in the WWF. Well, I'm sure. I've seen those, those slices of prime rib they get. Yeah, so all that debauchery happened. Next up, Ken Shamrock versus Goldust. Uh, Goldust is still super over uh, yep, with the fans. A 32-year-old Goldust. Yeah, uh, younger than I am t- today. Mm-hmm. So that means he's 55 right now. 54. Well, if he was 30. Oh, yeah. 32. 32. Well, 32 depending on what day 22. his birthday. Well, no, it's, it's today. To date. Today's his birthday? No, to date. Oh, like, yeah. we're doing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Goldust sets up for the Shattered Dreams. Of a hurricane. Oh. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. This match was a little too long for me. It was, but you know what? Dustin saved this match for being a total collapse. Like I kind of dozed off a little bit. Meld well, Shamrock did not meld well with uh, Goldust, but yeah. Dustin tried with all life he had inside of him to save this match, and he did. He saved it from being a clusterfuck, but it was still pretty bad, pretty long. It was this close to getting booed, but Goldust yeah. he sensed it in the crowd, and he turned it on when he had to, and went by the rules when he didn't. Yeah, so it's funny because Shamrock's, uh, you know, 1998 at this point, Shamrock's contract is almost up mm-hmm. with the WWF. Um, although I do believe, like, the WWF had an option to extend his contract uh, and also give him a raise, like, without... Mm-hmm. Like, I think that he definitely has a say in it, but it's not like he can just go and go sign with, you know, whoever. Because at this time, there was a whole bunch of people in WCW, their contracts were uh, coming up, like Jericho... Perry Saturn, Dean Malenko, and we all know where they went. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Benoit uh, was another one. Uh, so all Eddie these people, Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero, yes. And then you have people in WWF who were like, uh, it was like Ken Shamrock, uh, someone else. And then they were like, and Hunter Herselmsley's contract's almost up. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> that's <laughs> made the right story. choice. <laughs> another podcast, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Shamrock gets the pin or the submission victory and the win. It was an okay match. It was just a little too long. Uh, yeah, Shamrock killed his match. That guy could, he can only wrestle with a certain type of wrestler. Yeah. 
Uh, Michael Cole backstage with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, Austin's refusing a medical attention because he's just he's just too cool for that. He's too cool to be seen by a doctor. I never got that by wrestlers. Like, why is it like, mm-hmm. I'm such a good guy that I got beat up by 12 people earlier. Even Hulk Hogan did this kind of crap. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. get the doctor away from me. Yeah. I'm strong. Yeah. It's like, no, dude, just fucking fix be- my knee and then maybe I'll come out there. Yeah, I'll be. You will be stronger. And faster if uh, if you do you that. You just rest it for a week or two, yeah. Uh, so then we cut to the, what's supposed to be The Rock versus Triple H. And we haven't seen Triple H for like the past month. Yeah. Triple H is still like still out, not there. On anymore. crutches. Yeah. Um, I do <laughs> I do appreciate them playing DX's music <laughs> and mm-hmm. Patterson and Briscoe come out and they're just crotch chopping everybody, <laughs> especially not, Briscoe. He's it's like, not just ah! it's not just the crotch chop. It's the old man crotch chop. You know what I mean? That just gives it like I don't know, for some reason their arms are shorter. They look like T Rexes and they're just like <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's great. Uh Briscoe says, Triple H isn't here tonight. Uh, Mr. McMahon uh, found a replacement for The Rock, and uh, it's the big boss man. The, yeah. uh, okay, now, can someone please explain to me why we gave him tickets, but he refused to show, so we're going to find him. Uh, what? Well, I, yeah, that was, I feel like, I think at this point, wrestling fans are starting to get a little smarter. Just a tad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You start to see the evolution of the smart, so to mm-hmm. speak, the smart mark. And uh, so I feel like they started getting a little convoluted with their storylines. Like, yeah. oh, he's a. Because remember, like, remember China was out because they were saying something with the, the lawsuit and she couldn't be around Mark Henry. But in yeah, reality, she's. Restraining order. But she's getting like. Um, jaw surgery. Yeah, jaw surgery. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, the Rock just gets an inside cradle on the big boss, man, the pin and win. And it was a match, and like literally, on Wikipedia, it says it was three seconds long. It's a world record. So four seconds is a world record. Well, I, I think a three second match is the shortest match you can have, right? Yeah, three a three count. Yeah, one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Unless it's three, a but you unless it's a fast count. True that. True. But but see, look at the Rock. Like li, the the boss man is like involved in all his matches too, and then he has to face the boss man here. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, he's pretty much getting gifted this championship. Yeah. So uh, cut to the second round. We start off with The Undertaker versus Kane. And uh, I did not like this match. Uh, it, you know why? It's because Undertaker's fighting himself. He's fighting his mirror image. And it's never fun when when Undertaker has to shadow box. Yeah. And we have to watch it. It's It makes no it, – it makes sense. But visually, it, it doesn't pair well. Yeah. Uh, the match starts before Kane. Uh, well, they they start battling on the outside. Strikes galore back and forth. Power slam to Taker. Kane goes for the falling elbow on, ta- but Taker sits up immediately, avoiding it. Uh, Taker working on Kane's knee. Choke slam to Taker. Paul Bearer distracts Kane, and we have a tombstone to Kane and the pin and the win. And Paul Bearer holds down. That's the right. Opposite leg getting hooked. Yeah. I love when Paul. I always love when Paul Bearer gets involved in matches because he gives it his all. But he is just not. Percy Pringle. He is just not athletic. He, he. I feel like his. He has the mind of an athletic person. You know what I mean? No, no, no. But you know what he did? At one point, he was on the apron and he ducked a cane. Shooting star press. punch. No, a cane. <laughs> he ducked a cane. A cane punch 
And he was like really slick and just kind of, you know, tumbled down and hit the mat. And then, oh, the apron then came to the floor and just fixed his jacket. Yeah. I was like, wow, like a cat. Yeah, this wasn't this wasn't their best match, uh, Kane and Undertaker, by any means necessary. Um, it wasn't even that great of a hospital battle. You know, I think there's a lot. Yeah. yeah a lot better than this. Uh, it does set up for later, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mankind versus Al Snow in a non-hardcore hardcore match is what uh, I'm calling it. Uh, well, the two battle battle inside and outside of the ring. Uh, they both try to use a chair, you know, at separate times. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, uh, Mankind gets a flapjack to Al Snow onto the chair. Uh, Snow tries to strike Mankind the head or with head. Mankind dodge. Mankind retrieves Sako from head. He, he notices. Oh. He begins to Sokko. beat down on head, Mankind. Uh, sit down powerbomb to Mankind. Double arm DDT to Man Snow. Mandible claw to Al Snow. And the submission victory. And at this point, he loses. He, he gains Sako. Yes. And he loses the jacket, right? Or does he lose the jacket in the next match? No, no. He loses it in the next match. Okay, so he loses jacket. Yeah. And, oh, he yeah. Loses it. yeah okay, because, okay, okay. Because I was sitting there thinking... You're gonna fucking wrestle Stone Cold Steve Austin in a suit. You with dress shoes. You, they were like slippers. They yeah. weren't even dress yeah. shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, this match, like I said, this Al Snow though match with Mankind, it, I felt like it was one of those matches that was built like a hardcore match, mm-hmm. uh, in a sense where like they you were waiting for the the chair shot. You know what I mean? You were waiting for the hardcore spot to happen, but it never, but with it never happening, it was just like, okay, you guys never got to that. Yeah. Well, a couple of things that, um, that led to this is that both are ECW standouts. Yeah. Um, mankind got brought up sooner to WWF than Al Snow did. Oh yeah. Definitely. Um, I think they're good friends. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely good friends because it, have you read his first book? McFoley's first book? No, but I bought it yeah, when I was a kid. So you never read it. Read it. it. It's good to go back and give a good read. But he he uh, does some friendly ribbing during the whole book on Al Snow. Nice. Like uh, at the end of every chapter, anytime he fights Al Snow and something significant, he'll give him like a little diss. Yeah. So, you know, something that smells as bad as Al Snow socks in yeah. the winter. You know, shit. Well, like I, yeah. Al Snow, Al Snow looks like one of those guys that would have smelly socks. <laughs> uh, um, but you would think Mick Foley does because of the condition. No, coming. no, I feel like Mick Foley has like, like I feel like he goes to the laundromat and like folds his socks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, if you notice the socks that he was wearing later on, they were pristine when he had them up against Stone Cold's neck. Okay, well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I forgot. Last match, Undertaker and Kane was seven minutes sixteen seconds. This match with Al Snow, Mankind, uh, three minutes and fifty five seconds. Uh, then. <laughs> Remember when he he took head? He got uh, Sako back. Then he takes head, turns his back on Al Snow, and starts getting cheap shots. Yeah, yeah. Head. He starts beating down on head. Well, head head was disrespecting Sako. Yeah, and the head's a character onto itself. Yeah. Uh, we cut to uh, Ken Shamrock versus The Rock. Um, Shamrock, which is another. Well, I guess Shamrock isn't involved with the corporation yet, or not involved no, with Vince McMahon no. yet. So okay, then okay. He's just an angry dude at this point. <laughs> Very angry. Uh, Rock takes control of this match early with a series of strikes. They battle on the outside. Shamrock slams Rock into the steel stairs. 
A very long headlock to The Rock. That's when Big Boss Man comes out to the ring. A hurricane run out to an ankle lock to The Rock. God. <laughs> uh, Rock gets to the ropes, though. People's elbow to Shamrock, followed by a kick out. And this is when people kicked out of the people's elbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rock goes to the rock bottom, but Shamrock delivers a belly to belly to reverse it. Uh, Bossman, <laughs> I love how these distractions to the ref, where Bossman's just like, hey, ref, look over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> look right here. Uh, and just throws <laughs> it off the side. Yeah. Uh, then Bossman, what, in retrospect, if Shamrock wasn't a part of the corporation, who was he throwing that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it if, if I think the the person watching at the time, like if we were watching, if our ourselves now were watching, then we mm-hmm. would be like, oh shit, they're setting up for you know, The Rock to, you know, turn heel. Okay, well uh, I would have to say that this is the more better timed uh, spots that we've seen in the past week, and I'm talking about uh, watching. Hulk Hogan tried to, you know, shoot flames at the <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. Um, th- this this was hold on, really brother. Well- let me roll this doobie up real quick. <laughs> this is this was really well timed. The yeah. the interception, uh, Shamrock reaching out like he was grabbing it. You know, the that whole sequence was really well timed and oh yeah 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 was spot on. Well, Rock it was did a- lead you. It did lead you to believe that Big Boss Man was helping out Shamrock to beat the Rock because remember. Supposedly, Vince had a hard on for both Stone Cold and The Rock. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, oh, sorry. The Rock was like a wide receiver, right? For Florida? No. Oh. Or a defensive line. I think he was defensive I thought he was line. defensive line. I think he was defensive line, yeah. Maybe a defensive end. Yeah. Well, he played football, so I'm sure he can catch a ball or two. Yeah, yeah, you know. That's, the, that's what we do during practice. Uh, uh, eight minutes and 20 seconds for this match. It was, I mean, it was what it was. Shamrock it was much better. It was this a decent match, match. Than it was earlier. It was a good yeah. match. It wasn't a it was bad a good match. match. Yeah, but the you know, fighting against but Gold that's all I wrote. fighting against the Rock, you know, you could tell that Shamrock had some issues with um, with Goldust versus Shamrock's gonna Rock. yell at you, dude, if you keep saying that. Ah! Oh, you know, this was '98. Yeah, I'm sure you're much more polished now. You know, hang tight over there at. At impact at impact where yeah uh yeah i mean ken shamrock he was a fixture in the wwf well, attitude you know what they say styles make fights uh, uh, just like the undertaker fighting kane earlier that was pretty lame just because he, shadow boxing fighting himself yeah. uh like i said uh rock gets the pen in the win after uh hitting shamrock with the nightstick the final four yeah. are set and Big Boss Man is a staple on this pay-per-view. Yeah, he's getting that payday. Uh, Undertaker, Rock, Mankind, and Austin are the final four people left in this Deadly Games tournament. But we are taking a break from the tournament to go to the WWF Women's Division. That's right. We have a WWF Women's Championship match. It's Sable versus Jacqueline. Um, this match went three minutes and 14 seconds. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, know when they say wrestling's choreographed, usually we can say, no, 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 it's a very improvisational. It's, you know, it depends on the crowd. It depends on the on the wrestlers. Who's a better wrestler, Sable or Lana? That's what I want to know. <sighs> I think it's Lana. Uh, yeah, I, I would say it's Lana, and I will take your verbal verbal lashings if you want online. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this was a time where, 
you know, women were seen as a sideshow. They weren't but, seen okay, so, as Well, Jacqueline you know, was a legit tennis. wrestler. Jacqueline. Jacqueline was, she's legit tough. She's legit tough. She's a legit wrestler on the independent circuit before this. Um, and Sable came in with Mark Marrow. She was never really brought you know, in. No, she at, was always a valet. She was never supposed to be a wrestler. Exactly. So, but now she is a wrestler and give her props for, you know, training and learning so fast. She learned very fast. Yeah. Yeah. She had those, uh, those workout videos that they showed us the week before <laughs> that probably got 13 year old me enthralled. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm questioning myself. Uh, Mero, um, Mero gets low blowed by, um, by Sable after he gets in Sable's face, Jacqueline, uh, God, I didn't, I did not take. Okay. So. I'm going to pull the, the curtain back a little bit and uh, I'm using my, I redid my old notes from like two and a half, three years ago when I watched this, but I, I re-added to it, but I didn't add to this match. Okay. <laughs> so, there was a, okay. This is what I have. Sable um, one with a Sable bomb. I know that. Yeah. Well, this is what, this is what I have is when they mentioned choreographed matches in wrestling. Yes. This was choreographed from bell to bell. Um, everything was you know things that she learned that week in the ring arm drag uh hip toss arm drag hip stuff like that simple stuff like uh uh uh, what are they called uh the the little roll-ups yeah simple stuff like that um it was a tornado ddt that jacqueline was about to put on sable that was countered by sable and she climbed on top of climbed on top of jacqueline she she snatched up Jacqueline, put her in the sable bomb. One, two, three for the pin and the win. And you you hear a young man's door locking in Webster, South Dakota. I'll be right back. In nineteen ninety-eight. Young Brock Lesnar. It's like, Mom, leave me alone. I'm cleaning my room. <laughs> Just shuts the door. Uh yeah. Uh well, he would have been he was twenty one at the time. Wow. Oh, so he was winning NCAA championships. Yeah, he was just in that college dorm, just be stroking. Um, so Sable wins. She's the new champion. That is a callback to like five episodes ago. Uh, yeah, what do you call it? Uh, Sable is the new champion. So mm-hmm. congratulations, Sable. You did it. Um, right. Back from your piss break. Yeah, right. You had three minutes and 14 seconds. Let's get back. Uh, Mankind versus Stone Cold Steve Austin in a semifinals match. I remember how Stone Cold Steve Austin, there was, there was thoughts of him not being able to compete earlier. They were like, oh, can mm-hmm. he make it to the next match? He's refusing medical assistance. Yeah, he's fine. They didn't say Well, anything. he's had a full 30 minutes to recoup. So, yeah, he drank some Gatorade and he's good. I mean, electrolytes. It, it, mm-hmm. It's what plants crave. Rubbed a little dirt on his injuries. I'm okay. It's just, to me, it's just like nobody even mentioned anything about it. It's like they completely forgot that he was injured earlier. I'm like. To be fair, I forgot about it. At this point, I forgot about it too, but I did watch it two two sittings. I watched in one sitting. (gasps) So, like, I'm just like. Well, you know, in that we watched in one sitting too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I also had a big bowl of onion dip at the time too. So, and a Mm. giant, like, one liter of Pepsi. That that'll wear you out. That you got sugar crash calling your name. Uh, it was just back in the day. Um, let's see, Austin uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin beats down on Mankind early in the match. No mention of him being hurt earlier. Um, Austin stripping Mankind from head to toe of his outerwear. So of course he has his tights on underneath. Well, yeah. Well, he his pants stayed on till after the, till till towards the, the end of the yeah, match. Yeah. He, he took off his jacket, jacket and, and his, uh, his, he left uh, the shirt on friend man slippers, his yeah. rich man slippers. 
Uh, Vince, Patterson, Briscoe, and Slaughter come out to the ring. Uh, Austin and Mankind go back and forth. Mankind invade, evades a stunner, uh, but runs to the entrance. I, I don't I don't get that. I don't know why he did that. I guess he was scared. Out of fear, yeah. He, uh, oh, no way. He almost got me with that, and that would have been dead meat. No, no, no. I don't want any part of this. I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. Patterson and Briscoe convince Mankind to come back to the ring. Austin decides to go get him himself and headbutts everyone all together. Do you think kayfabe-wise that this moment that Vince saw Mick run out, he changed his mind said, nope, Mick is not ready for this. He's scared of Stone Cold. I am not going to make him the corporate champion. I'm going to go with plan B. No, I, I don't. I think. I, so I'm giving him too much credit. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think. What do you call it? I think this is set up weeks before. I There's a reason. Somebody bailed out the rock out of jail. Somebody, you know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. Well, me, but I mean, the same, the same people that um, gave Stone Cold the five-year extension. Come on. Well, yeah, that makes no sense either. But, you know. Well, yeah, so yeah, the Stooges convinced him to stay. What's up? The Stooges convinced Mick. Mc yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Austin uh, headbutts everyone together. Uh, the Stooges and mankind. <laughs> uh, half of mine's. Uh, what did uh, Jim Ross say? That's what the meeting of the minds or the half. Yeah, minds the meeting of the minds like or something like that. Uh, they battle on the outside, double clothesline, knocking down both men. Mankind gets a chair. Uh, I don't know why he gets a chair. Like he's just like, yeah, I'm gonna get a chair. It's fine. They're not gonna mm-hmm. do. Then why not just fucking Vince just be like, it's fine. He can use the chair. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, Austin kicks it out of his hands. Double arm DDT to Austin onto the chair, followed by a kick out. A stunner to mankind. Vince then jumps out of his wheelchair and pulls the rev out of the ring for a two count. Um, everyone's like, oh my god, Vince McMahon, he can really walk. And that uh, was like, just a great acting job earlier when he was all like just wobbling around. <laughs> uh, Mankind gets the mandible claw on Austin. Oh, meanwhile, Vince is beating up on the ref. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. He's really kicking his ass. Um, he hits a low blow and a stunner to Mankind. Out comes the lowly, low-life loser ref, Shane McMahon. He comes down, he counts one, two, he stops to, before he counts to three. He flips off Stone Cold Steve Austin. And laughs in his face. It, but it, it takes too long for anything to happen. Like, like uh, Shane gets out of the ring, and Austin's just like, oh, you bastard, uh, I'm going to get you. And Shane's just like, yeah, well, you're not. And then she's like, well, I'm going to. And he's just like, Ugh. Yeah, no, I think Mankind blew a spot there. Yeah, it seems like I think mankind was supposed to stand up and attack Stone Cold in the corner, and because Stone Cold kept looking at him like you're not gonna get up. Fuck you, Shane. Where are you, (laughs) Shane? You suck. I should kick your ass. Hello, Shane's like, (laughs) Uh, yeah, you know, and we don't do this match any justice, um, you know, because it it was a really good match. It was Um, a hot, hot, hot match. Briscoe and Patterson get in the ring. They hit Austin with a chair. Mankind gets the pin in the wind, despite the screw job finish. Um, I think it was a very, it's probably, probably one of the best, ma- the probably the best match on the show. Well, the main event was really good too. Yeah. 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 But, this is number two. And who was involved in both matches? Bang, bang. Mr. No, Mr. Foley himself. Ma- Mama Foley's favorite son, baby boy. <laughs> uh, after the match, uh, uh, Chase and Sue's. Yeah, the Stooges, Shane, Vince, Bossman, they all leave. Well, Bossman doesn't leave. You could see him. He's just like, he, he just goes to the right. 
and uh, the McMahons and the Stooges all leave. Austin steals an SUV by commandeers. <laughs> just a naked man, <laughs> just like pulls somebody out of an SUV and just like, come on, man. I'm like, okay, that's that's that's. So he chases after the McMahons in an SUV, and there you go. Uh, next up, we have The Undertaker facing The Rock in a match that took eight minutes and 23 seconds. Hmm. Um, the two brawl in and out of the ring. The Rock gets tied up in the ropes. Paul Bearer uh, hits Rock with a shoe. Uh, Samoan drop taker. <laughs> Boss Man comes out. Rock fat shames Paul Bearer, tries to go for the people's elbow. Mm-hmm. Um, we oh, have, can I say really, really fast? Yeah. This is the second time The Rock snatched the King's Mountain Dew. I think he's trying to get the King to get off the soda. <laughs> you remember the first time he grabbed it and he took a sip and he spit it at somebody? No. This time, well, he, that's what he did earlier yeah, in the match. Yeah. I mean, it must have been during um, the Shamrock match. And then this time he, he snatched up the same Mountain Dew from the same announcer, which happened to be uh, uh, Jerry Lawler. Jerry said, like, come on, man. This time he opens it and starts pounding Undertaker's head. And then he tosses it. He didn't take a sip and spit it. But well, I, I think, think, I think maybe this he just is likes uh, Mountain Dew. Maybe Young Rock loves Mountain Dew. No, it's not The Rock. It's uh, Jerry the King Lawler that loves Mountain Dew. No, but and this is him getting the, <laughs> the Rock takes it and like spits it, right? Well, the first time he mm-hmm. took a sip and then he spit it at, uh, I'm guessing, Shamrock. And then he tossed it. This time he opened it, but he smashed it on Undertaker's head. Yeah. I mean, so Jer- I think it was a little bit, uh, it was a little ribbing maybe, on. Uh, maybe uh, The Lawler. Rock was a Surge fan. Or what was the other? What was like the Mountain Dew? Squirt? It was probably be Sprite. Squirt. Probably be Sprite. Are you a Sprite? Squirt. Yeah, it's Sprite. Well, Squirt is a uh, grapefruit soda. Uh, I don't know what Mountain Dew is. Yeah, Mountain Dew is just like uh, nuclear runoff water. I yeah. Believe. Yeah. Uh, the opposite of Crystal Kaiser. Yeah. Uh, Boss Man grabs the leg of the Rock when the Rock is looking for the people's elbow. Um, Taker then takes over and takes the uh, hits Boss Man. Uh, Taker hit has rock by the throat. Out comes Kane, choke slam to the rock by Kane, and uh, he gets screwed over. So the rock wins by DQ. And uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. T- Taker, what do you think would happen if you threw rock at um, at Kane? Yeah, he looks, at, he looks at him kiss? like yeah, the rock, the Undertaker was shocked. He was like, I lost. What do you mean I lost? Like, I'm the dead man. I, my brother Kane, he chokes wow, me. Why would Kane chokeslam him? I have no idea. And yeah, it's just like it's it's like wrestlers don't know the rules of the matches yeah. they're in. It's, or no, you don't know your brother that well. What do yeah. you think would happen? Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 all these finishes, like the entire night, they couldn't book a show that like had like good wrestling finishes. They mm-hmm. were all just like convoluted, screwy, screwy uh-huh. the entire night, and it's just like. It wears on you after a while, yeah. And okay, this is the cool. age, too, where every week on Raw, we would get run-in after run-in after run-in. Mm-hmm. Same thing with WCW, too. Every every week on Nitro, run-in, NWO, run-in, NWO, run-in. This is, your, uh, this is a, you know, a major four. You're going to have nothing but run-ins and DQ finishes and shit like that? Come on. Yeah, I mean, it's every, it's every week on Heat. It's for yeah. the Heat. You got to build the Heat. Uh, the, the brothers of destruction battle throughout the building. And that is that, uh, then we have Michael Cole with mankind backstage. Mankind says, lady luck is looking down on me tonight. 
He says, I have one more rock to climb tonight. If you smell what the sock is cooking. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty good. Uh, we have the New Age Outlaws versus the Headbangers versus Mark Henry and D'Lo Brown in a match that was 10 minutes and 10 seconds. A.K.A. Piss Break number two. And, okay, I got to bring this up. Did you see those fucking people in the crowd with the largest sign ever? Um, that literally spanned across sections. Oh, no, I didn't see that one, it but was, I did see the chick in the front row with the, Hey, DX, I'll suck yours if you suck mine. Yeah, no, I saw that too. But these guys, it wasn't just, okay, the lettering, the letterings were as big as we, as like, like our half, top, top half torsos. Uh-huh. And it was, um, it was the whole like, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, D Generation X proudly brings to you. And the sign, like I said, spanned across like three or four sections mm-hmm. going down. I would say 10 rows fudge and like even uh, the road dog and, and uh, Billy Gunn like point up and they're laughing at it. They're like, mm. Oh my God, look at that dude. If I was in that section, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Hi, I want to see the show. Thank you. Yeah. I missed that. I was having in and out at the time. Uh, the three men. <laughs> Uh, so this match is really weird because it, it, it's actually not that weird, but for some reason the people in this match couldn't fucking figure it out. Yeah, neither could yeah. the commentators. So it's a triple threat tag team match, and sometimes with that you would have two people in the ring at a time and no anyone could tag in. Sometimes with this, in this instance, you have three people in the ring at a time, and you would think that you could only tag your partners in, but um, no. Strange. I like I like today's rules. Uh, yeah, I like that there's rules today. That You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, D'Lo gets a power bomb to the corner of the road, dog. Everyone is super confused, even to the point where Jerry Lawler is asking, are there supposed to be three men in the ring at the, to- at the mm-hmm, same time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at times D'Lo was standing there just watching. Um, Thrasher was there just watching well, okay. at times. Okay, hold on. There was a point where Thrasher and Mosh were beating down on the road, dog, because that was the mm-hmm. entire match pretty much. You had... The yeah. heel two teams, the Headbangers and D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry, isolating and building the heat on the Road Dog. Um, but then you'd have Mosh and Thrasher beating down the Road Dog, and like D'Lo just reaches in and tags Thrasher, so he's tagging himself into Thrasher. So then he gets in the ring to beat down on the Road Dog with Mosh, but Thrasher wasn't. Even Thrasher's like, "What? Yeah, mm-hmm. what is go- your one of your team members should be in the ring." Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was even mm-hmm. slightly confused as well. So nobody knew what was going on, and it, it was very confusing. Um, this match uh, goes on for some time uh, with the Headbangers and D'Lo and Mark Henry getting the heat on Road Dog. We have a hot tag to Billy. Billy cleans house. Uh, famous Sir Dimash. He's unbeatable. He's Superman here. I don't uh, know what, what, what it was. Well, there was a point where Billy Gunn might have almost received a push. This is it. You think? Uh, yeah. Well, did you hear the story about uh, Billy Gunn and his possible other names? Remember when he oh, changed yeah. his name to the one Billy Gunn? Yeah. So there was a list of names they gave him. And uh, I heard this. And I'll give credit to where I heard the story on Wrestling Observer Radio. Uh, but Billy Gunn was given a whole list of names. And one of the names was Billy Bitchcakes. What? Yeah. Oh. And it's a bitch cake. His ass? Yeah, yeah, his ass. 
as that because he was the ass man. He was the ass man, and then they wanted to switch his name, and he was going to be Billy Bitchcakes. Wow, um, they they chose right. Uh, <laughs> Billy Gunn hit a pile driver to Mosh, and the match just kind of ends. Yeah, uh, out of nowhere. Uh, no like one. There's knew. four men in the ring, and there's two things happening. But yeah. the legal man was badass, and let's not forget, badass also had those two cutouts on his ass. And he also flashed uh, Mosh and Thrasher after the yeah, match. Post match, yeah. Uh, nobody knew what the fuck was going on. It was sloppy and way too long, even though it was yeah. only ten. And minutes. how can you wrestle in the gist of the g strings? Well, he had like dental floss up his ass. How can you wrestle in that? I was thinking about it, and if it, I, I was thinking like, how can you wrestle with like boxers under those? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they would just get all bunched up. Yeah. And you would just have like big random bumps, mm-hmm. like I with the road dogs outfit. Okay, yeah, he can wear like boxers because he's wearing like MC Hammer pants. Yeah, but Billy Gunn is like we're wearing these like short little shorts mm-hmm. that don't go like longer than probably his his penne, you know? Yeah, and his ass cheeks have to be exposed because he has those cutouts in the shorts. Yeah, so and he had like pantyhose lining there to. Cover the ass cheeks. You gotta cover the butt cheeks, even though you're gonna show them off later. Yeah. And then we go to our main event. It's main event time. The oh, Rock phew. versus Mankind. We're finally oh, here. Uh, it was revealed that Shane, Vince, and the Boss Man are still in the building, uh, giving Boss Man the night off. Vince tells Boss Man, "We want to take care of this one personally." So the McCrew is back. Uh, Jr. mentions on commentary. Oh, this is where he says. We're gonna stay with this one till it finishes, and uh, the king replies, "Yeah, you don't. You'll get to see this one." And Jr. goes, "Well, that's not nice, King. You shouldn't say that." Mm-hmm. He's just like, "All right." Uh, the Rock is eyeing down the McMahon's. Uh, the Rock issue strikes the mankind, taking control early on. Shane and Vince come halfway to the ring, or halfway through the match, they come out to the ring. Uh, the fight goes to the outside, leading to the fight spilling into the fans. A very long headlock to mankind. Vince is whispering into Shane's ears at this point, or his ear at this point. We have a chair shot to the rock in front of the ref. And I mean, I get there has to be a winner, mm-hmm. but why couldn't this rule have been initiated in mankind's last match with Stone Cold, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in front of the ref, the ref does nothing. Mankind grabs the stairs and goes after rock, but rock strikes the stairs down and strikes mankind down. Very cool, very vicious, very uh, violent, the, very 90s. With the chair, starts striking the stairs, which I, I think that spot's so stupid. <laughs> you could totally, like, Mankind's, like, in this, like, V, you know, where the he, stairs yeah. are. And, and Rock's, like, hitting this thing. And Mankind's just, like, he probably feels like, ow, it bumped my no, head. His ears hurt more than anything. It bumped yeah. my head, Rock. Yeah, but visually, it's really cool. Although, and, I know, will say this. Uh, he did give him a hard fucking headshot with the chair <laughs> right afterwards. Dude. The Rock can yeah. dish out some chair shots. I well, will he can say. take it too. Uh, DDT to Mankind. Mankind goes for an elbow drop on Rock through the table, but Rock evades it, and Mankind splashes through the announcer's table. My uh, hip felt that. We like, ha- ooh, my hip. We, we have a people's Ouch. elbow to Mankind followed by a kick out. Double arm DDT to the Rock followed by another kick out. Mankind locks in the mandible claw. Rock uh, stays alive, fights out of it, hits the rock bottom to Mankind. Rock then goes for the cover. Mankind kicks out. Both men are down. The Rock then looks at the McMahons, gives them the 
people's mm-hmm. eyebrow. Uh, Which at the time could be interpreted as, oh, he's doing the FU. No, 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 no. He's giving the signal. Get ready to ring that bell, boss Not man. Not FU. I'm with you. He uh, locks mankind in the sharpshooter, and Vince McMahon um, rings for the bell, and they declare the rock the winner. This, Is this his first sharpshooter? Uh, no, I mean, I'm sure he's done the sharpshooter before. He's used it before? But you okay. know what this is, right? Is the Montreal. St. Louis is the St. Louis screw job, yeah. Well, they're recreating the Montreal yeah. screw job from a mm-hmm. year before. Yeah. And it's funny how Earl Hebner this time, he's like, no, Rock, no, you can't. And then they, they knock him out. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, Vince, Shane, and I love how the Rock's declared the winner. Everyone's like, yeah. And then Vince gets the wing, ring and they all hug and they're like, yeah. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, Rock? We all loved you. (laughs) I love how there's a guy in the crowd this entire night who is like wearing a fucking chef's hat and an apron. And it's like, I smell what you're cooking, Rock. He didn't smell this one coming. And he's he's (laughs) just to go home and be like, it's not there. You don't get it, Mom. What? Did your chef show cancel or something? No, you don't it's smell no, what I'm cooking. You don't get it. Uh, so The Rock was in on it all along. Vince McMahon gets on the mic. He says, Vince McMahon didn't screw the people. The people screwed the people. And all you people are just as dumb, as a, as gullible as mankind. I'm proud of the two things tonight. I'm proud that Stone Cold was utterly and totally and royally screwed in this ring. And if there's one man uh, who has any more distest uh, for Stone Cold... Yeah, than it is than I do. It's the man standing next to me. The Rock. Logic. Mm-hmm. Rock grabs the mic. He says, "Last week on Heat, when I said I'd rather be the people's ass and kiss yours ass, um, he goes, I was talking to every piece of trailer park trash out there to kiss my ass." I was like, "All right." And then we get Mick Foley playing the role of the crowd, Aww. of the everyman, because he. The audience doesn't understand what's going on, yeah. so Mick Foley has to ask the question says, that the audience is Mr. asking. He goes, Dad, I don't understand. <laughs> he goes, uh, for The Rock to have won, I would have to be pinned or submitted. Uh, but I did not. My mankind sounds like the, the teenager from The Simpsons. How you doing? It, it sounds like a mixture of both. It's not, so there, there's, some, there's some mankind in there. So... um yeah, so uh, Mankind says, I don't understand. I had to be pinned or submitted, but The Rock didn't do that. That's when Vince says, well, you don't get it, do you, Mankind? Maybe you'll get this. And that's when The Rock strikes down Mankind with the title, uh, gives him the rock bottom. Out comes Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, they brawl. He gives uh, Austin gives Rock a stunner. And uh, JR says something that I was like, holy shit, did he just say that? Uh, he says Austin is going to beat The Rock like he owns him. Ouch! Yeah. Damn, dog. Uh, uh, choice of words in 1998 for one Oof. Jim Ross. Uh, to The Rock. He is from Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. That's no excuse. That's no excuse. No excuse. It's a different era, you know. It's no excuse. Uh, so Stunner the Rock, the Rock stands or the Stone Cold stands tall at the end of the night, even though Rock is the new champion. Kind of gives people something to go home happy to, I guess. Mm-hmm. Even though yeah, that's what it, that, that's what it was. It's it so sets up to be happy. It sets up the Rock and Stone Cold for WrestleMania. But then he he stuns mankind. 
Mankind yeah. just feels the most betrayed he has in, you know, his WWF career. Yeah. You have to pour salt on the wounds because they want him to seem like this person who was like tortured and he's going to go crazy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, he's going to be all alone. And, and that's the thing is like at the end of the night, he was wearing like he was wearing a tux to begin the night. Then he got slowly but surely. He just came. He eventually just ended up with a button up shirt. He was stripped a of his tie. Character. And, and this was Jack and this was his new character, mm-hmm. like it was him coming out to the ring with the button-up shirt and the tie. That mm-hmm. was what he wore from here on out. Even at points and, where and he was to, referee, he would like yeah. spray paint it. Remember, yeah. this was this was this was the staple. This was Mick Foley. It was he shed off mankind. Well, it was Survivor Series. It was the next evolution of mankind, I believe. Yeah, and uh, but I think this was the final, not the you know final final evolution because now he you know he's you know jolly old Santa Foley, but this was the the guy we'll always remember from '98 until Infinity. Yeah, yeah. When nostalgia comes creeping back on us, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, that was Survivor Series 1998. Oh, Let's not forget the uh, Stone Cold got a couple more kicks in on his way out. On who? On uh, on the Rock. On the the rock. rock was laid out on the ground, and he comes out and uh, stomps. I think I turned it off. Things. I was like, okay, good, we're done. Bye. Like I was just like done with the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I watched it in one sitting. It, it was, it was a show. It was a show, and I mean, like I said, people people praise it. I don't think it has any reason to be praised. Okay, look, we've been in this time machine for well over two months, three months now. Four this months. is this is the best show I've seen so far. Yeah, no, it's definitely in, the, well, in, in that in that bracket. SummerSlam. You think SummerSlam was better than this? Just thinking about the maybe, inconclusiveness maybe because of it all? like this is fresh in my head. You know what I mean? And the other one, I'm like, I don't remember exactly what matches off the top. There was of my head. no finale. Yeah. Well, there was that good Triple H uh, rock match, and there was a, there was more variety. Whereas I think this Survivor Series, it was just like I felt like nobody was working that night. Well, that's the bullet you have to bite when you do a, a, a tournament show. Yeah, exactly. Because all focus is on the tournament. Exactly. Like you had the like mankind come out. They were like. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? And they're like, next match. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Mm-hmm. And then D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry still fucking rocks theme music. Yeah. Um, anyways, that was a uh, Survivor Series 1998. The deadliest game. The Rock is the last person alive in the WWF. He is now the champion. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets his criminal record expunged, but <laughs> per the rules of Battle Royale, he survived the Running Man. Yes, he won the Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah he won. Oh, I ran out of metaphors. Uh, Maze the Runner? Purge. The Purge. Yeah. Anyways, guys, I think that about does it here for us tonight. Uh, we're going to get out of here, and uh, I'm probably going to eat some food. I probably shouldn't be eating right now. Yeah, so. I should have took a pee break when we talked about the tag team match, the triple threat. Or when, we had really to, or when we had to completely start over. Guys, thank you for <laughs> tuning in today. We'll see you guys later. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye. Bye-bye.